What does it mean to be transformed by the renewing of your mind in Romans 12 verse 2? I want to ask a few questions here. Number one, what does it mean for you to be transformed? What do you believe? What do you see? What do you think about? What do you believe about yourself? What do you believe about others? What do you believe? What occupies the neural parts of your mind? Number two, what needs to be transformed? What do you need to transform that's according to the ways of this world and the limits of this world and the, and the, the political spirits and the religious spirits that are telling us what to do and how to do it? What is it that has limited you, that's stopped you from moving into that which God has got for you as being born again, as being a new creation, as walking in the truth where the truth sets you free? What does it mean? Number three, when do we stop needing to be transformed? Number four, who transforms us? Number five, what does transformation look like for you? I want to ask these questions because I think that we say that scripture so glibly. We say, be transformed from the be, be transformed in your mind so that you can know the perfect will of God and be in the perfect will of God. Well, what does transformation look like for you? Have you allowed yourself to be transformed? Are you being transformed? And friends, it's such a challenging question because we love limits. We love boundaries. We feel secure when we've put up walls. We love to live within walls. We love to live within rules. We love to live within limitations set by other people. You just have to look around you to see how quickly people fit into limitations, how quickly they all speak the same language, do the same things, and follow the same. I mean, it's just, you just watch the darts. One minute, everybody is on a keto diet. The next minute, everybody is on a, um, a vegetarian diet. The next minute, people are on, on a carnival diet. For goodness sake. Why do we have to keep following the, the, the flock? Why do we have to keep being, being formed and shaped by this world system? When God said, I've given you everything, eat it, enjoy it. It's a blessing to you, eat. And so why do we keep falling into the trap of following the deceptions of this world? When are we, where are we needing to be transformed? Now, we can convince ourselves that we're right. And we can convince ourselves that we know everything because we know everything within this little box. But friends, what about the fact that that little box is a little box? And the moment you smash that little box, what do you really know? You know, I've been so incredibly aware as I've just listened to people that have had near-death experiences that died and spent time in heaven or some even in hell and how they all say, every one of them, that immediately... They knew everything because they were in the presence of all knowledge. Now, that doesn't mean they knew everything like and there was no, nothing more to know. It meant that they became aware of everything that was truth around them and there was nothing that was hidden because everything was transparent. Everything could be seen and everything was available to them. And their limited, tiny little boxes of knowledge had no power 
the most intelligent person on earth, the person with the most degrees on earth, has not even got one drop of water in a bucket, never mind in an ocean, compared to the knowledge of the all-knowing, the power of the all-knowing, the freedom of the all-knowing. So how can our mind even contain the fullness of God? But we can be in his hand. We can allow him to transform us. We can allow him to deal with the limitations that we put up. He never puts them. We all live in little boxes in our mind. What are the little boxes that you live in? What do you believe about yourself? It's a little box. What do you believe God wants to do? It's a little box. What are the walls of security that you've built? Friends, you know what it means to live in freedom? It means you've got no walls. You've only got the boundary. <coughs> you've only got the limitation of truth and love. And the Bible says that in love there is no law. There's no limitation. So there's absolutely nothing that you cannot do. There's nothing that you cannot experience. There's nothing that's impossible for you when you are saturated in God, when you know Him, when you understand Him, when you have a revelation of Him. There is no limitation. And the only limitation there is is the little box in your head or the lie that you've believed. And when He says, I want to transform you, what does that mean to you? What does it mean? You know, I've personally been teaching something about something similar to this for nearly 30 years, if not longer. And people go, wow, yes, that's amazing. And they mention it and they talk about it. But when I look at so many people, I don't see any change in their lives. They're still talking the same language. They're still doing the things, same things. They still think the same things. They're still having the same arguments. Nothing has shifted and nothing has changed. They have not allowed God to transform them one iota, not one drop. They're still defending the same things. They're still believing the same lies. They've still got either got the illusions of grandeur where they think they're more than they are, or they have got the, the belief that they're useless and hopeless and helpless and can't do anything. The Bible says, don't think of yourself more highly than you ought to. Friend, none of us are more special than the other. There is nobody special. We're all just the same. But we are all the apple of his eye. And we are all chosen. And we are all called. And we are all unique. And the special things about you is the fact that there's no one else like you. And that you've got to find that incredible freedom in being who you are. And in being the, the unique you that you are. And every single time that you conform to somebody else's box, you are placing yourself into a limitation and losing your freedom, your uniqueness and your identity. Now, being free does not mean living licentiously. Being free does not mean living <clears throat> in a way that pleases your flesh. Because that's not freedom. That is captivity. You just put yourself in the hand of Satan. You've just become a prisoner to sin. Freedom is when you're so full of him that your mind has no limitations. That you know that he is who he says he is and he can do everything that he said he will do. 
And you know what, friends, that's the most exciting place to live. When you can see everything from his perspective, when you're not shocked or shaken when things happen, because in this world things happen, there are many troubles, but you live in the victory and the freedom of a mind that's completely free and expectations that are in agreement with heaven and watching the miraculous work for you every day of your life and seeing transformation in the lives of other people. That's freedom. So, where are you stuck? What is your little box? What is the lie you're believing? What is the transformation that you have to make? How much are you allowing God to do it in you? How much are you allowing the Holy Spirit to do it in you? How much time are you spending in His presence? <clears throat> Jesus.